welcome to the Empowered Homes Podcast. My name is Bobby. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today, uh, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on Spotify or uh, on the Apple Podcast. We're glad you're listening. Uh, the purpose of the Empowered Homes Podcast is to grow strong families by connecting church and home. And today I've got two special guests with me, uh, the the Brazzes. Glad you guys hey, are Bobby. with us. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'll let you introduce yourself in a moment. But uh, today's topic is we're going to be talking about marriage. And uh, one of the coolest things in doing the podcast for a while now uh, is marriage episodes kind of explode because there's just this need or desire uh, to talk about these things, talk about uh, how we can strengthen and grow our marriage. And so I wanted to get you guys on here for several reasons. But before we jump into the topic, introduce yourselves and tell us how you met and, and your family and all that good stuff. Okay. Well, I'm Dan Braz and... And I'm Michael. Yeah. All right. And so how we met, I think I'll let you... I think I'll let you go through that uh, oh, okay. part of the story. I get the That's fun okay. part. Um, well, we met in high school. Um, we had mutual friends. We were just friends. And after high school, um, I had asked a, a friend of ours if uh, how Dan was doing and um, told him, you know, I needed his number. I'd like to get together with him because he had just made such an impression on me um, the few times that we hung out. And so... Anyways, yeah, so we started... So uh, you pursued him. I did. Okay. I would not suggest that to okay. my daughter. Okay, no. <laughs> I, I need to interject with like yeah. the funny thing, like before I made such a good impression on her, um, I had I had moved um, at the end of my sophomore year of high school. Uh, my dad got a job up in the Fort Worth area, and so we moved. And um, I'm originally from Brazil, Okay. okay, but I've been in the States since I was seven years old. Right. So anyway, this is all ties together, I promise. Yeah. So I come to this new school and apparently I was completely blind to this, but people, my wife included, thought I was a foreign exchange student. <laughs> now, I don't like have an act. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no telltale signs here. But uh, yeah, so we didn't date during high school and uh, she definitely caught my eye, but um, too nervous to to go after her. Um, but we laugh about it so much because she was like, yeah, for, for a while there, I thought you were just a foreigner. I didn't even know you spoke English. So, <laughs> but eventually, eventually yeah. she saw who I really was. So you had a friend yeah. get his number mm -hmm. and then what happened? So we, he lived in College Station at the time and I lived in Fort Worth. And so we talked a lot. We emailed a lot, actually, wow. if people believe email still exists. Um, wrote letters we wrote too. letters some, yeah. and Dan would come travel up to Fort Worth and take me out on dates. Um, after we'd been dating for a little while, I traveled down to College Station to see him some um, to hang out, and then I it, that took me to College Station. I wasn't looking to go to a big school, but he was there, so I was like, eh, wow. why not? So yeah. went to A and M, and um, we got engaged. Our Sophomore year, sophomore of year, college. Married our we junior. We were married year. our junior year of college. Wow. Yeah. So, how old were y'all at that point? I had just turned twenty-one. Okay. And I was twenty, so okay. she's thirty days ahead of me. Wow. But uh, yeah, that, that's amazing. Which I'm the same way. Me and my wife were barely twenty-one when we got married, and so people. Did you have anybody telling you not to do it? 
His parents? <laughs> my, <yeah. laughs> my parents, yeah. I mean, they love Michael. They, yeah. They've always loved Michael, you know, but they, um, they got married young as well. Um, and they had my, you know, my mom found out she was pregnant with my sister before they were married. And, and so there was just a lot of challenges, you know, in, in that all the way around from not only the families, but then my dad who was in college, but now with a baby on the way, having to provide and so all these things. And so they were just like, man, y'all love each other so much. That's great. Just, just push the date forward, you know, Mm -hmm. just wait till you graduate, make sure she graduates and, and make, you know, all these I think there were, it was good feedback. Like yeah. we weren't saying, "Hey, that you're totally off base," but we were like, "But yeah, but we're in love and we're ready, mm. we're ready." So, and we don't want to wait. Yeah, so we, and we had engaged. my parents' blessing because they yeah. had gotten married young too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's awesome. So, married young, finished up school. Right. When did y'all finish up school? Where'd you land after school? Tell me about that. So, <laughs> I had a victory lap. I did. Okay. I did my. I got my undergraduate in mechanical engineering, uh, and we both worked during school, like yeah. basically full time. Um, she was in a pretty rigorous accounting program at A and M, where she got her undergraduate and her master's at the same time. Wow! So there were some semesters where, like, the course load was like super heavy, and so she would take a break from working. Um, to be able to do like keep up with the pace of the coursework and all the rigor that that was involved in that, um, but she graduated in two thousand and six May with her both her degrees. Wow! Um, and then I graduated in December of oh six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, December of oh six. I was supposed to graduate in oh five, but um, with my degree and then yeah, so I had a job lined up. The oil patch was was hot, you know, back mm-hmm. then. So got a job with a good company here in Houston. And um, it was at that point, though, that, you know, at Michael, I'll let you speak to this piece, but your view on career versus family life, I think we made a pretty big decision early in our marriage, um, right out of school. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to work. I knew I didn't want to work full time um, once we had kids. And so mm-hmm. um, anyways, but we ended up moving to Katy at the beginning of 2007 and Dan went to work, and I I just got a, like a part. Well, it was a full time job, but it wasn't you know in my field or anything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then shortly after that, we got pregnant with our first daughter, and she was born in October of two thousand seven. And I stayed home with her and been staying home since. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. How many kids y'all have? Three. Three. Feels like twelve. But three. <laughs> what are the ages? Uh, our oldest, Marin, is thirteen. Brody is eleven. Um, he'll be 12 soon. And then Clay is seven. Yeah. So your hands are full. You got a lot going on and, uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm excited to have you guys on and thankful for your story, but I want to jump into why you're here. Um, here at our church, we're, we're launching a brand new ministry, which we've already kind of launched, uh, called re-engage. It's new to us, but it's not a new ministry. Uh, tell us a kind of how you got involved. I know y'all have a history, Tell me how you got involved with Reengage, and then kind of tell us where we're heading with it. Okay. Um, feel free to jump in right at any time. Um, so we were in Fort Worth and attending a church up there um, from 2014 until 2019, right? So we, we've been in Houston, took a little hiatus, 
job related up in Fort Worth, and now we're back. But during that time that we were there, um, we were attending a church, a small church, and they brought reengage um, into their um, kind of suite of ministries, right? Yeah. So marriage is a big need, as you mentioned mm-hmm. before, and so um, they were going to launch a pilot group. And the pastor actually called me. Um, I was on a lunch break, and he called me. James, awesome guy, uh, would love their, love that family. And uh, he said, Dan, man, um, we're, we're going to launch this new ministry called Reengage. I'm like, oh, that's you know, that's great, man. Tell me more about it. And he was explaining to us about marriage and how we're going to help couples and all that. And uh, and I told him, no, I don't. I you it said, sounded you said like no. Okay. I, I told him no. It sounded like counseling, right? And I immediately called Michael because we know James. I was like, he's going to call you next and like <laughs> try to get you to say, put us against each other, you know? Yeah. Just, he's a very jokeful guy. But um, yeah, I just, I didn't have the right, I guess, amount of context. And I had some fears. And I told James just very openly as a friend, I was like, man, like marriage is tough. Like, I love my wife and I think we have a good marriage. But it's really hard. So why do I want to um, like get myself involved with other people's marriages when I'm it takes all I got to just yeah. make this one work, you know? And so that just kind of turned me off a little bit from it. Um, but James is wise and patient. And so uh, he waited. And six months later, he came knocking on the door again. He says, hey, we launched the pilot group. It went great. Uh, but we need more leaders. And and you and Michael, you know, still come to mind as I pray through this, and so I'd really like for you to consider it. And so we just had some more conversations with him to understand what the ministry was about, and I'll let you explain that. But um, at that point, we were in, Bobby. Yeah. I mean, hook, line, and sinker from from the onset um, as we started to really dive into God's Word and um, position that within the context of marriage— it just, it just, it just helped us so much, right? And I mm. can talk to you about specifics yeah. here in a minute, but um, at that point, you know, we were like, "Hey, we definitely want to be part of this ministry," um, and we so we. Led... But we need a break. <laughs> yeah, it had been January. All we had started in January and gone all the way into the summer before our group finished, and we were exhausted. Wow! And so we were like. We're going to take a little break this semester and then maybe hop, hop back in. Yeah. But do you want me to take over? Yeah, go for it. Little did we know, yeah. the pastor, uh, the associate pastor that was over the ministry, he had been called to another ministry and was actually going to be leaving our church and going to another um, position. And so they wanted us to take over directing wow. the ministry. And we were like, oh, really? Why? <laughs> I hate to give you two no's, man. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I already yeah, yeah. shut them down before, but... Mm-hmm. But we prayed over it, and uh, we had really discovered a little bit before this that marriage was really a passion of ours. Mm. And so we found that, okay, this is a passion, maybe a gifting, God's putting it together for us to serve in this way. And so after praying about it and feeling led, like, yes, this is what we need to do, um, then we took over directing it at our church. So, Michael, with the reengage, just for the listener who's like, what are they talking about? They're sitting in their car right now going, what is re-engage? Just give, mm-hmm. give us a, you know, uh, elevator pitch of what, what is this? What is this ministry? 
Okay. So Reengage was started by Watermark Church in Dallas in, I believe, 2008. Um, they saw that a lot of marriages were struggling and their pastoral staff just could not take it all on. Mm. And so they developed Reengage as a way to have lay leaders come in and help um, with marriages um, through this study that they wrote. And so it is a 16-lesson study um, in a book um, that you go through, um, and it covers... Uh, they say that the, the first eight lessons are like the gospel applied to marriage. Gotcha. So you talk about love. Um, you talk about your brokenness. You talk about grace and humility and mm-hmm. forgiveness. Mm. And then the last eight lessons are just kind of some practical things like communication and conflict, mm-hmm. expectations, understanding one another, um, emotional intimacy and sexual intimacy, completion and diligence. Um and so basically, yeah, you go through, like you would, a Bible study, you okay. know, um, with your spouse. You go through it together, um, and then you get put into small groups. And so you come and you talk about what you just studied over the past yeah. week. So I think, yeah, all of that, and I would say you get the benefit of building community, mm. right? So it's not just a study that you do in your home and... And then it stops there, right? So you gather weekly, uh, facilitated, you know, with with a combination of lay staff and, and even church staff. Um, but you get to build that community mm. with other people. And we've found that a lot of the small groups that we've facilitated and led over the years, like they don't stop gathering just because reengage finished, yeah. right? Like they they really form a a tight deep bond that carries through, you know, beyond the book. Yeah. And so it's been, it's been neat. So for you guys just thinking through and, and I love reengage because, uh, what you said, the, it, it's centered upon the gospel and how we understand in our marriage that it's not an accident that we've been together or put together with our spouse and to understand that, you know, our marriage can be a reflection to the gospel to the world that needs to hear it and see it, and we can, we can be that. And so it does take time. It doesn't just happen. And I think there's a lot of people who would be in your boat of like, this sounds like counseling, or it sounds like kind of weird. I don't want to do it. So Dan, from a, a guy's perspective, um, a lot of guys are reluctant to be a part yeah. of it. What would you say to the listener, guy listener right now, if like, hey, here's you know why I think you should be a part of this? I guess, you know, a couple things come to mind. One, I think, and I'm making a general statement, but most guys I know, when they're presented a a task or a challenge, right? You're all for, hey, I'm going to get some training for this. I'm going to, like, prepare myself for this, and then I'm going to go execute it, and I'm going to mm-hmm. knock it out of the park, right? I think all guys want to knock it out of the park, yeah. even in marriages, right? They want to be that great spouse. They want to be that great husband. What I found in my experience is my only training was what I witnessed at home growing up, right, which yeah. I love my parents, they they did their very best, you know, and they had their own set of unique challenges that I'll never get to face, right? Um, but it wasn't always the great greatest roadmap for me to 
follow in my own marriage, which is unique, right? Um, So for me, re-engage provided a great training opportunity, right, for marriage that I I really hadn't had even in our, up up until that point, say, 15-ish years of marriage. We're now on going on 18 years of marriage. But um, I just had never had that formal kind of preparation training, and this really allowed me to get into Scripture in the specific context of marriage, right, and then do that alongside my wife. So we're doing that together. It's not as scary. Um, and I, I get to put into practice these things kind of a bite size mm. at a time, right? And so that's the first thing that came to mind for me and why I encourage men to do it is great opportunity, man, for you to kind of um, yeah. be successful. This roadmap is successful. Yeah, and I think for a lot of guys too, just hearing you, there's no shame, there's no guilt because a lot of guys are, see this and they know maybe there's some stuff I need to work on as mm-hmm. a guy in my marriage. If I go to this class, I'm just going to be told how terrible I am. That's not what this is about, right? No, yeah. not at all. I mean, we do talk about things <laughs> like humility, right, and brokenness, mm-hmm. um, but there's the other side of the coin as well, right? The gospel isn't about condemnation, yeah. right? It's about salvation. And so he does that work for us even in, in this space. Um, and, yeah, it did give me some opportunities as well to talk about stuff that I didn't have the courage to bring up, even in all these years of being married to a great woman who has a ton of forgiveness and a ton of grace. Um, it was just still tough for me to like, when do I want to ruin her day, right? Uh, let's let's go now. Reengage gave me a few opportunities to say, hey, since we're talking about this, mm. I, I need to share with you, you know, and that was at my own discretion. You can go as deep into this or stay in, in the surface as much as you want, right? But I really wanted to get the most out of this. She did too. And so we just decided let's just be open, transparent. And uh, it made it a little easier because yeah. she was kind of prepped for, you know, potentially hard conversations. And yeah. so. That's good. Michael, with thinking of, you know, a lot of times we talk marriage ministry, it's mostly the wife who's trying to pull the, the husband. What would you say to the, to the wives listening of like, encouraging without pushing, but at the same time, like getting together, like any encouragement you want to give to a wife listening? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, first I would say be patient. (laughs) Be patient with your man. Um, If he's hesitant and doesn't want to come, um, you know, wait and pray about it Mm -hmm. because God's going to do a work. Um, We're not the ones that change each other. God's the one that changes us. That's good. And so... um, if if you have if you're really um, wanting to participate and you feel like your husband is just a definite no, um, then I would say take some time and pray about it. If he's unsure about it, get excited about it. You know, talk about it with him, bring it up, um, and be mindful of being gracious with him um, and humble. And maybe even sharing some things in yourself that you say, man, I really see that I I struggle with this, and I think this is going to help me, mm. you know, to be a better wife to you. Show him some humility. That way he can see, okay, well, she doesn't feel like she has it all together, gotcha. and it's she's That's coming good. for me, you know. Yeah. She has things she wants to work on, too. 
Um, yeah, those are some things that I would say to, to encourage people. That's huge. And, and those of you listening, um, if you're in the Katy area, we have re-engage that's going to be launching this fall. Tell us about what's going on this fall here in Katy, Texas. Yeah. So we, um, we were blessed to go through a pilot group this spring, mm-hmm. uh, with several, I won't even say they're folks, they're friends now. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't know, uh, several of them when we started, but we did a successful pilot group in the spring, um, and are looking to launch to the broader church and community starting this fall right here at, um, central campus. Yeah. In Katy. Yeah. And we're super excited about it. And, uh, just thankful for y'all's leadership and, and really wanting to care for marriages because the statistics coming out of 2020 or there's a tidal wave of mm-hmm. just, um, I think here in Texas alone, the divorce filings are last I checked, it was 37% increase from last year as they were going. And some have unfiled, uh, now that we're kind of going through, they've, there's been some resolution, but there's still a wave. And so mm-hmm. instead of just saying, oh man, that's terrible. What I love is you guys are giving us resources to say that is terrible, but here's what we're going to try to do to help work on our marriages, our communication, all centered around the gospel. And so that is launching this fall central campus at Kingsland Baptist Church, and we're super excited. Um, But there's listeners that aren't in Katy, Texas, um, who may or may not have reengaged. I know reengaged kind of goes everywhere, but but at the heart of reengage is just uh, finding an opportunity to work on your marriage. It could be as simple as going through a book together it, mm-hmm. or finding a class. Maybe your church offers something of saying, you know what, it's time for us to do this together. If your church doesn't, you can search reengage. You can search different marriage ministries in your area to find these things. Uh, as we're kind of wrapping up uh, season one of the podcast, we always try to ask the question, okay, if you can get in front of everybody, what would you say? I want to Season two, we're, we're kind of switching that a little bit. And season two, we want to, okay, so let's say I go through a marriage uh, you know, class, I go through a book, I, I, what's the return on investment? Why? Why? What's the point of me going through this, especially with our kids and students at home you guys got? So what is the, the ROI, if you will, of actually working on your marriage in this way? Okay, uh, I'll start maybe, and yeah. then and then you can jump into. Um, as I mentioned before, and I think it's in general in life, you can either stay on the surface with different things, or you can go deep. Hmm. Going deeper in my relationship, um, in my marriage, has just it's it's just revitalized um, our relationship, right? So, like I said, we had been married roughly 15 years prior, good marriage, no, uh, no complaints, really, no main issues. And I thought, this really can't get that much better, mm. you know? But we went through re-engage, and it, and it did. And I know my wife uh, more now. We, we have closer just intimacy together, um, and our relationship in the Lord grew as well. So it was... The ROI there is just, to me, all around positive. You grow in your walk, and you grow in your marriage, and then you have um, the ripple effect, that legacy effect that your children get to see day in and day out. We don't always do things perfect. We, we have some, some, some pluses and minuses. I mean, you're human. 
Yeah. 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 You know, but your kids get to see like, okay, when dad messes up, they, they've seen me go and ask for forgiveness, mm-hmm. right? They've seen us have conflict, right? Um, again, pluses and minuses, but hopefully more pluses than minuses, right? So what will stay with them and what will ultimately maybe influence their marriage, should they choose to get married, is is the work that we're putting in now, right? I think it's, this is a multi-generational sort of work. Yeah, one thing that we were kind of talking about um, is that, you know, in, in Ephesians 5, it talks about husbands... Uh, wives submit to your husbands and husbands love your wives as Christ loves the church. And then he talks about how this, um, he quotes Genesis when he talks about the man would leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and that the two would become one. And he says that this is a profound mystery. And what is this mystery? And he says, it's speaking of Christ and the church. This picture of marriage is a picture of the gospel. And so our marriages can preach a message to our kids. We can either preach a negative one, or we can preach the gospel to our kids. And so I would say working on your marriage and in humility and in grace and forgiveness, we're preaching the gospel to them to show them this is what it looks like. Christ forgives you. Christ knows you fully, and He loves you no matter what. So that is a big return on investment, I would say. Wow. That's a mic drop right there. Absolutely. That's, that's such a a beautiful picture that we can give our kids of the gospel. Um, but I know there's listeners right now going, my marriage doesn't look that way. And they may be discouraged, but want to encourage them. Re-engage is an, an outlet to really hone in and lock into your marriage to work on the things. Uh, again, it's not counseling. It's not trying to beat you over the head. It's, it's hey, I want to work on these things so that I can be that example for my kids. Whether it's reengage or other means, I would encourage everybody listening to uh, absolutely find a way to spend some time on your marriage. And if you have any questions, uh, you can email us at podcast at empoweredhomes.org. Uh, we have a ton of great marriage resources on empoweredhomes.org that you can go through. We got more content about reengage. If you want information on that, you can go to the podcast description, either on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Uh, Dan, Michael, thank you all so much for your heart and what you're doing. And thank you for being here today. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate you all.